Welcome to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the Show podcast. Murphy, we were talking today, uh, you had a couple of advice ideas for, you know, training up your kids to be future leaders. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And Jody and I were, you know, joking about one of Murphy's tricks of whenever he has to um, correct you or send some bad news or whatever, There's, it's always started with a... Well, with a good. With a good. But that's only if you're new to him or, you know, you don't really know him well. Because if he has to tell me something that I've screwed up, I don't get that that, that rubbing what? anymore. I don't get the warm-up anymore. No, I'm, I'm, I'm only talking <laughs> about emails because oh. that's, a, that's an email trick. I don't think it's a personal thing. Oh, like yeah. a, I don't think I it's thought a, you meant in, personally. Sorry, we're talking about you and you're sitting right here. I don't think it's a talk to you in person thing oh i've seen it done in person oh really oh yeah it used to be done in person a lot with me okay oh (laughs) that's everybody anyway i'm just wondering because so anyway that's one of murphy's tricks i don't call it a trick but what is it it's just a a strategy it's not even a strategy in my opinion to me that's the way it should be. you know you're doing it to me you know you're doing it it's a managerial thing yeah you make them feel good first and if you so that you open them up, so in order to teach anything, you have their attention and yeah. trust. Or the only time they hear from you is when it's negative, then it's going to get old. Correct, exactly. Right. Yeah, it's a yeah. So, so for me, it's just a. It, I I would call it good practice, not yeah. Jody and I call a it a trick. Yeah. Um, and I'm just wondering, you know, I have a feeling this is not going to go well because what? it's not a trick to Murphy; it's a strategy. Tell us some more of your tricks oh, yeah, slash yeah, yeah. strategies. Manager, you are a good manager. What? Okay, come on, really. I mean, the ones you shared this morning, you know, for helping the kids along. I get yeah. it, but it's like, okay, how about some more? It, it's podcast time. It's after the show podcast. You know, we've loosened our ties. Yeah, relax a little. Tell and give us, us some, some new more. tricks. Man, that's boy, you know, you just one or two that you've done, and it's like, if oh. I came to you and yeah. I said, look, I'm having trouble managing someone you know i've been working with or you know he or she's not open to this what would you tell me to do i want some tricks yeah all right so, yeah. yeah give him a, a scenario she's well, emailed a person four times and still hasn't gotten a reply what does she do um i, I would actually reach out by phone at that point if you okay. can't you know see okay. that's a or, trick or, that yeah. is good that's good right. okay. yeah, because it's at that point they may not be ignoring you and you know what? If I would say maybe one of the tricks, and it's tough to do when no, you get. I was gonna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we tricked him. We got him. We got him open. Right. Um, you know when. <laughs> I, it's it is very easy when you are tired at the end of the day, or you know frustrated with other things, to assume the negative when you see things like that. It's like this. Yes. I be this person is not responding to me. But you really have to challenge yourself to get back and assume the positive. And and I and I still I struggle assume with it's that. Not personal, right? Because I'm an emotional person by nature, so I really have to stop myself and go. Wait a second. It's probably that not that they're ignoring my email. Maybe their phone's dead. Maybe they're you know out of the office right. today. Mm-hmm. Maybe and didn't put their out of office. It could be any number of things. So I say that to say assume the positive because if you assume the positive, you're more likely to solve the problem. The moment you go into negative land, you know with the you know and then with you're going to treat person's... that person with a certain and edge. that too. Yeah, right. Exactly. Agreed. So, Okay, that's a but, very right, good one. Here's another one to avoid negative land, uh, <laughs> which Disneyland does not have. Um, and we've all done this, and we've joked about it. You get something, an email from somebody, and you start typing right away with fumes coming out of your ears. Oh, yeah. That's, Don't send that. That's not a good idea. Is it like 
do you type it out and delete it to get it out of your system, or do you type it out and read it and refine it? So I, I read it and refine it, but what I, when I'm typing it, I don't put that person's name in the to field because knowing me, oh, yeah. I'm going to hit mm-hmm. send, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I'll refine. And honestly, sometimes I'll get to the end of it and say, you know what? This is not, I can't do this by email. Or it's or, a phone call. Yeah. Or, or maybe I'm misunderstanding or maybe it's, but putting it out <laughs> this there. This person can't be that stupid. Right. It, <laughs> Um, but typing it out really does help you to get clarity. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it gets it out of your system. Sometimes it's just like, oh, okay. And then sometimes, again, slow myself down because I really I really work hard to make sure that if I'm asserting myself to someone that I'm giving the facts. And in fact, I'll double check myself. And you know this, Sam, because it's a, it, it, I think all of us do this where – I do trust my mind for the most part, but there's a lot of stuff. It's so mm-hmm. easy for your brain to mm-hmm. invert two numbers or for your brain to not recall the full uh, situation. Miss a you know complete I mean? sentence. Right, exactly. And so um, so I'm always going back and I'm looking for facts before I answer a question and exactly that. Reread the email. I can't tell you how many times I'm moving so fast that I actually have misread the tone of the email to the point that... <laughs> it's I, I took away the opposite of what they were trying to say to me, you know. Um, but that, and, and again, I guess that that goes back to the emotion part. So yes, if you're frustrated and you start to respond, it's probably good to do the draft version, mm-hmm. you know, or go act it out in your car where nobody can hear you. <laughs> Come back in and you know beat the dashboard. That's cool. Why That's you know good advice. just vo- you know verbalizing really does give you clarity. This is my question regarding management tricks. Whatever advice that we're taking away I just, from you, the reason I know I don't, you don't re- like tricks. Well, the reason I don't like tricks is because to me it sounds like you're trying to deceive, you're and that's not, not what you're we trying know to what do. You mean right. uh, what we mean? They're really hacks, right? We want to learn from you, is what Life we're saying. Hacks. But Tips. I do, I do believe that there are some people who are n- natural leaders, and even natural leaders like you, Murphy, have learned. Along the way, <laughs> you know, you've learned strategies along the way that you've and whatever put into place. But some people, no matter how many strategies we learn, you're not naturally a leader. I mean, I feel like you're born just like you're born with a personality. Mm-hmm. Some people are not as of course, they're not. Not everybody is going to be a good leader. You don't want a world full of leaders, then we just have a bunch of war all the time. Yeah, well, I agree with that. A but bunch I think, of butting heads. But I think if somebody wants to be a leader, they certainly can can learn. Sure. You, I, I mean, I wasn't born that way. I learned. I mean, maybe the, maybe the only thing that I brought from childhood forward is the fact that you were born I'm, that I'm hard, way. I'm hard headed. Talk to your family. And and, and, and <laughs> you know what your mom told me once. <laughs> oh, great! He came out in the delivery room barking orders, arguing, <laughs> arguing with me. Um, what was it? Something, something was going on, and in the house we were at Heidi's house for a big get together. Murphy's and, grandmother. Yeah, at at your grandmother's house, and there was something going on where you were butting heads about something with me, with her just about the way things are going and she had a lot of wisdom on me and I was newly married to you mm-hmm. and I mean I wasn't saying anything I shouldn't have said about you in your family's home but I said something and and she goes well you know he's just she, she said Murphy's just being Murphy and and she was right in other words she had accepted the fact that you were going to put up a a stink about something mm-hmm. like you were not going to agree with this and this was not going to go smoothly because you had a problem with it yeah 
And um, I thought that was interesting. That yeah. is interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that happened. He's just mm. being himself, well, is what she said. You know, it's crazy also. Did we, I don't know if we mentioned, talked about this already or not, that tape that I found from Christmas time. We talked about it. You it, told Sam. Yeah. And so listening to that tape, which is just like crazy because there's so many relatives that, that aren't alive anymore on that tape, it's like this little gold nugget that I found to listen to. However, one of the things that's on it is my grandfather on my mom's side. He passed away when I was maybe all of 10 years old. And um, he, <laughs> I guess whatever it was, was, I, was about you. I was complaining about something with a present and needing a battery. I was convinced that I absolutely needed a battery for this mm. helmet thing. Mm. And apparently, they all disagreed. But, all the adults disagree. Right, right. And they were but, all wrong. Right. And it, but you know, but you, all of a sudden you hear my grandfather on my mom's side, right. uh, Papa, you know, say, You don't need any batteries. <laughs> <laughs> He's hard headed. So which yeah. was it? Huh? Did you need a battery? Well, I don't know. It's because they sent me to my other grandfather at that point <laughs> who was outside in the workshop. Who, oh, they sent you and, outside. And, <laughs> but, but he was always, you know, he was his demeanor as i remember because he also passed away when i was 10 was very calm he was military and you know he he had a solution for everything yeah so i guess i expected it's not that i didn't trust my papa it's that you know skipper was the handyman so yeah. if he's the one that is like he fixes everything i know i'm gonna trust what skipper my that's what we called him my grandfather would you know would say but it's i say that because it's funny on that tape to hear my grandfather get frustrated with me you didn't know and that this was, was 1977 so i would have been eight mm-hmm. seven or eight years old something like that mm-hmm. and um and then later on, I've left the room, and the recorder's still going, mm. and he's having that conversation with you know my grandmother. He's like, "Yeah, he's just so frustrating. <laughs> 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 he always thinks he's right." And like, oh, <laughs> you poor thing. So I had the reputation at the age of you know yeah. of ten. Well, understand though, you know people who are determined like that do make good leaders. It is the reason we're asking you the question. You yeah. should just accept it. You're good at that. It's okay to know you're well, good at something and just know that about yourself I, mean, I appreciate you're you saying leader. that I, I, I guess the reason i would say it can be taught is because if there's somebody who really wants to do that mm-hmm. and you know has a desire you absolutely can change it you just learn because it you know and you practice find you a good mentor yeah exactly and you go i've certainly have made my share of mistakes in the way that i've handled things you know you when you when you first become examples <laughs> <laughs> i think and this is not just being a new leader i think this is you know you just come out of college and it's the irony, I guess it's irony, of coming out of your parents' home and you believe the world is in absolutes because mm-hmm. your parents have framed up and set rules and all those things. So they're absolutes. Mm-hmm. Therefore, if I, I know the answer to these things. So you go into the world, you know, with not budging and wanting to adhere to rules. Not that the, I'm not saying rules are a bad thing, but what I'm saying is it's to point at a sign and say these are the rules and you're messing up is not leadership it you need rules and yes somebody you know in your place of business shouldn't break them but you you become a leader when you coach them so that they understand why the rules exist in the first place Mm -hmm. and you know and there are a lot of people that they don't care why the rules exist they know they're the rules that's fine but to be a good leader you you have to have you have to put yourself in the shoes of the person that you're speaking with. But there you know, you go. but the biggest one, honestly, the I'm saying, if it took me a minute to, to the biggest thing for me has always been to respect the role 
that the person is in. And that means if they're the boss, they're the boss, or the person who's working overnight cleaning the trash cans is just as of much value. They're an employee of the company. Mm-hmm. They have, have a role. as much value in their role as the CEO or, or anybody else. And if you respect somebody's role by, you know, engaging in the conversation with them the same way that you would with your CEO or, you know, being respectful of the fact that, you know, don't throw garbage on the floor because this guy's job, you know, you're going to. Yeah. So if, if you respect everybody's role, then people are more likely to respect begin to you. follow you. Mm-hmm. And it's not just about them respecting you at that point. You learn so much more about the person. You know that there's strengths and weaknesses. There are things that they can't change. How do you more effectively manage that person? Because you know some people like rules. Some people don't work with them. Some people, no matter how many organization systems you give them, can't <laughs> follow up on anything. Mm-hmm. And then you, you know, then you have some people that are militant about using all of the company's tools. It's just mm-hmm. all. It's all of that in between. So I guess really understanding, you know, respecting the role and then not being caught up in absolutes. And open to learning to me is probably the great advice. Those are some good tricks. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for teaching us tricks, Murph. Missed any part of the show? Get it all on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast.